Welcome back to the second episode of the Coffee Break Bible Study Podcast. Today we are going to be looking at the gospel, wondering what it is, what it involves, what are some examples of it, and, and what does it mean for us today? As we begin, the first question we must ask ourselves is, what is the gospel? If we go back to that word in the Bible and, and look at it, it at the different translations, even going back to the, the Koine Greek, the original language of the Bible, we see this word that says, Euang, or Euang, Gileon, or Didso. Uh, it means a good message. It means to announce the good news, to declare, to bring forth this good news, to preach it. Interesting enough, if we turn over to Romans chapter 1 and verse 17, it reads, uh, so much as is so much as in me is i am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at rome also paul continues there saying look i'm ready to proclaim this good news i'm ready to bring it to you to those that are in rome in verse 16 he says for i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. How wonderful that is. Paul was not ashamed of this gospel of Christ, this good news of Christ. He was ready. As we see in that verse, it is the power of God, this gospel, unto salvation to everyone that believes it. How wonderful that is. And yet, this good news... The gospel of Christ. And to understand what Paul was ready to teach and what he was not ashamed of, it's good to first look back uh, to see some examples of the gospel being proclaimed. Even before Paul began to evangelize, before he began to proclaim and preach this word, to declare it, to send out this good news, to announce it. We have to go back to Acts chapter 2. In Acts chapter 2, here on that day of Pentecost, we see in verse 1, Peter and all of the apostles, all those apostles, all those disciples were there. And they began to speak. And they began to proclaim what God has done. And yet we move forward and we see Paul, Peter pre proclaiming the gospel of Christ, starting in verse 14 through through the end of this chapter in verse 47, Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea and all you men that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you today, and hearken unto my words. For these are not drunken, as you suppose, saying, but it is the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, that it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon the flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Peter there saying, look, this is the sign that the gospel has arrived. This is the sign that Joel, the prophet, that these Jews at that time knew that he prophesied this was going to happen this moment was here. Verse 22, he really gets to the heart. He really starts to get to the point of his sermon and starts speaking about Christ. He goes back and looks at David 
And how David said, hey, I, I, there's somebody, something better coming. In verse 25, it says, For David speaketh concerning him, saying, I foresaw the Lord always before my face. He is on my right hand, and I shall not be moved. Verse 29 says, Men and brethren, let me speak freely unto you of the you are the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us today. See, some of the Jews back then, they wanted David to come back. They wanted an earthly kingdom, just like David had established. David wasn't coming back. He's dead. He's buried. His sepulcher is here with us, is what Peter is telling them. Yet, he, David knew something better was coming. He begins to really speak on them on the resurrection of Christ in verse 31 saying, And seeing this before spake to the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus hath God raised up, wherefore we are all witnesses. We've seen Christ. We've witnessed it. We saw him alive after he was buried. How he raised from the dead. And Peter continues in verse 36 says, Let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made the same Jesus Christ, whom you or ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. How interesting that Peter mentions this. And he says, Look, this was the one that that David mentioned of. This is the one that Joel mentioned of. This is the one that Isaiah mentioned of. This is the one Daniel talked about. The prophets looking forward to Christ. Peter drives home the point that those that were in that crowd there on that day of Pentecost were the ones that put Christ on that cross. That crucified him. That killed him. Verse 37, we see the reaction. When they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts. They heard the message. They knew what they had done. And said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Again, the good news of salvation through Christ. Peter taught. Verse 38 says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. How wonderful that is. And yet we see on that day that over 3,000 souls were saved. They heard the gospel. They knew what was being proclaimed. They obeyed it. We turn a couple pages over in our Bibles. If we turn over to Acts chapter 8, here we have Philip in the Ethiopian eunuch, and starting in verse 26 and 27, his Ethiopian eunuch was, was going back and he and was reading the scripture. Philip ran to join him. Asked the eunuch, Do you understand what you're reading? The eunuch said, and he said, in verse 31, how can I accept some man guide me? And he desired Philip that he come uh, come up and sit with him. And the place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before the shear, so opened he not his mouth. He's coming straight from the text of Isaiah 53, that suffering servant servant 
chapter, as it's sometimes called, of speaking of Christ, what he was going to go through through the crucifixion. What a starting point for Philip to start proclaiming about Christ. Verse 33, it says, In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this? Of himself or of some other man? And Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. He taught him of Christ using that scripture, using the prophecy, speaking of what Christ has done. Verse 36, And as they went on their way, they came into a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hindereth me to be baptized? So you wonder what Philip was teaching. He taught of Christ. He taught of salvation. He taught of the plan of salvation that is within the gospel that God had put into place, that Peter pro proclaimed there in, in Acts chapter 2, that Philip was doing the same here. The eunuch says, here's water. What hinders me from being baptized? Philip said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. They went down both into the water both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the spirit caught away Philip, and the eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. Why was this eunuch rejoicing? Why was he so excited? One, he had heard the gospel. He had heard the good news. He was it was declared unto him. It was preached unto him. It was taught to him. It was brought forth to him. And he obeyed it. He knew that was the plan of salvation. He knew that through Christ, through this gospel, through this good news, that he could be saved. And yet, the gospel is this good news. It is the good news of Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and the good news that we can be saved. Yet how? If we look at the examples again, the people heard the gospel, Acts chapter 2 and Acts chapter 8. Even if we go back to Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, it says, Now faith cometh by hearing and hearing. By the word of God, when we hear that word of God, when we hear that gospel, our faith grows. The people in Acts chapter 2 and this eunuch in Acts chapter 8, they heard this good news. Even Saul or Paul, when he heard the good news, when he was converted, he heard of Christ. And he obeyed. How wonderful that is. Yet, they believed it. it. It's not just simple just to hear the word and hear the gospel. Anybody could do that. We can open the Bibles and read it and, and not take it in and not believe it. Yet they believed it. They believed of Christ. They believed what he had done and how wonderful that was. They believed it as we see in Acts chapter 2 and verse 37. They were pricked in their hearts. They knew it was truth. They knew what was being taught. They knew what their actions had done. In Acts chapter 8 and verse 36, why did this eunuch say, here's water, what hinders me to be baptized? He knew what it must be done. He believed it. He followed through with it. This 
caused this belief, this faith that grew inside them, these people, it caused them to repentance. Those in Acts chapter 2, they, you see them there saying, what must we do? How can we correct what we have done? How can we make it better? How can we turn back? How can we take this away that has been laid to our charge and to our consciences? And of course, there, Peter tells them, repent and be baptized. Turn away from those things. Turn away from that sin. We know we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God as we see in, in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23. And we know that the wages of sin is death as we see in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. We know that when we do things that are wrong, when we follow through with them as we see in the book of James, it leads to sin and sin leads to death. We must repent. We must turn away from that sin. Turn to following Christ. Turn to his gospel, that good news. And yet that also brings forth a good confession. As we see here with, with the Ethiopian eunuch. He, as he answers, said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Making that good confession unto Christ. That he believes wholeheartedly in Christ Jesus. Yet he, he didn't stop there. We continue to look. That Ethiopian eunuch went down into the water. He was baptized. He was immersed into water and of course we will have a, a later study on baptism because how wonderful that is and diving into it what it means but yet baptism was needed for this person to be saved even those in Acts chapter 2 they had to repent and be baptized and yet that had to happen so we see baptism they had to make that good confession then hearing how to be saved one was baptized into Christ that we see in Acts chapter 2 verse 38 Acts chapter 8 and verse 37. We also see this in other passages in, in Matthew chapter 28, 18 through 20. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. Even Paul in Acts chapter 9 and verse 18, when he heard, he arose and was baptized. How wonderful that is. And yet we need to ask ourselves, when we hear this good news, when we hear it proclaimed, are we willing to obey it? Are we willing to believe it? Are we willing to confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Are we willing to turn away from our sins and turn toward Christ to follow Him, to walk in the light as He is in the light, as we see in 1 John chapter 7, and that, the, that His blood cleanses us from all sins? How wonderful that is that we have that opportunity Again, thank you for joining me and listening to this wonderful passage of Scripture, speaking about the gospel of Christ. I invite you to like our this podcast, come back and listen to it. We hope to have some more exciting episodes in the future. Of course, I mentioned one there. We're going to dive into the, the topic of baptism, what it is, what it contains, why it's so important for us to be baptized into Christ, and what it does for us. Not just the clean, the repentance and the remission of our sins, but adding us to the body of Christ. I hope you look forward to that lesson. I know I do. And thank you for listening. And until next time, thank you. And then keep studying. Remember that a Bible study is the best thing we can do to continue to learn, as we see in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, that we study to show ourselves approved unto God. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.